Oh shit, are we recording? What's up? This is the Fuck the Status Quo podcast. I am your host, Ellie Blake, and this is a place where we discuss getting your shit together. Why? Because the more people on the planet getting their shit together and being the best version of themselves means the less assholes there are. I'm down for that. Are you down for that? All right, let's go. What up, Stephanie? Welcome back. Hi, Ellie. So good to be here. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like I shouldn't be like, welcome back to the Fuck the Status Quo podcast because it's a little different today. I'm I'm like, everyone, welcome to the Ellie and Steph talk shit show. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I've been so stoked for this conversation. (laughs) Yeah. So just to let everybody know, like, what the fuck we're talking about. Me and Steph decided to kind of do these every so often where we come on and just talk about something that's very fuck the status quo. I think it was a no brainer. The first mini episode, mini series, whatever we want to call this, we'll figure it out. We wanted to talk shit about the school system. Both of us have had stories and I think a lot of people can definitely relate to this. I mean, hello, student loans. So... (laughs) Yeah, let's just dive into it. Tell me about your experience just with the school system and what you feel is fucked up about it. And I'm sure we will go many different ways with this. Oh my gosh, where do I begin? (laughs) First of all, I just want to say I'm in like a leather chair. So if you hear any fart noises, I swear it's not me farting. (laughs) It's the chair, I promise. (laughs) All right, thanks for the heads up on that. (laughs) That's great. So for my own experience, I'm a high school dropout. So with that, it I just remember the only reason enjoying school was connection, seeing my friends. And, you know, like that was back in the day. So we'd like write notes to each other or like have a notebook that we'd pass around like our friendship circle and everything. And just like, that's so cute. yeah, just like all the fun, like ways, like connecting with friends. And that's the only reason I would want to get up and go to school every day. It had nothing to do with what I was learning. The public school system, it didn't make learning feel fun. And 12 years of my life, up until sixth grade, I went to a Catholic school. So private school was even more restricted Mm -hmm. when it came to things. And then when I went to public school, seventh grade, I'm like, oh my God, there's so much freedom. (laughs) (laughs) This is wild. (laughs) I can wear pajamas to school? What? (laughs) oh shit that was a dress code violation at my high school I got sent home one day for that really yeah what state were you living in at the time this was in North Carolina Raleigh North Carolina Millbrook High School (laughs) (laughs) calling it out calling them out (laughs) I'm calling you guys out I wore pajamas to school I don't even remember which ones in my memory it's these pajama pants that had like Tweety Bird on it And they sent me to end school suspension for a dress code violation. And I was so pissed because I was on the cheerleading team and we weren't allowed to wear our uniforms to school because the skirts were too short. We would wear the tops and then the pants under, whatever. (laughs) I was just like, really? This is what I told them. If you guys want a dress code violation, I'll give you a dress code violation. (laughs) Because they were like... Like you can go home and change or you have to go to end school suspension for the day. And I was like, I'm not going home and changing. This is bullshit. But I thought about going home and changing and just wearing like some short shorts and be like, what's 
up now. <laughs> wow, it seems like extra strict because I went to um, Bolingbrook High School and, and I'm in Chicago, Illinois and the suburbs. <laughs> and I remember as a volleyball player, we could wear our jerseys on game day, but we couldn't wear our spandex. <laughs> and we would complain mm-hmm. and be like, the cheerleaders get to wear like their spanky short like <laughs> right. shirts and everything. Why can't we wear our spandex. So it's just so interesting how schools just vary with different rules like that. I remember I, my friend who actually lives in Florida, she wasn't allowed to wear flip flops at her school. In Florida? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all anybody wears down here. Right. Flip flops and mullets, baby. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's so interesting. The rules. I saw this meme once that it was like, public schools be like or the school system be like and it said like hats and it was like mad face emoji Mm -hmm. short skirts mad face emoji just all these like dumb things and then it said like for all the serious stuff it was like a snoozy face emoji like racism and stuff like that that's so ridiculous and I'm curious how it is now because I mean there were cell phones when I was in high school but not everyone had one and it was definitely different like yeah exactly so it wasn't like iphone but they were definitely banned at my school as was um like an ipod is that what it's called oh my god I had to think just about it for a music. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> ipods were banned like if you had your headphones you would get in trouble for that wow but i'm wondering what it's like now because all these kids have iphones or a smartphone mm-hmm. i'm sure it's still not allowed but i don't know it's weird to think about. I, like, why was I not allowed to listen to music when I was walking to a different class? Yeah. The shit like that makes me so mad. Like, it's just so stupid and pointless. And I feel like, no, I know <laughs> a lot of stuff that we learned is just pointless and we don't use it today. And I mean, I get being somewhat of a well-rounded student, like you want to know basic math type stuff. You want to know a little bit of history, but I think that's one thing that always just irritated me. And this is why it took me so long to graduate college was because I was so annoyed at all the prerequisites I had to take. I'm like, wait a second. I thought that this is where I get to study what I actually want to study. And I still have to do this two years of bullshit. Like, this is no fun. And once I got to the stuff that I was interested in, that was my major towards the end, it was cool as shit. I really enjoyed it. But It's like, why did we have to do all this shit just to get here? Why did I have to learn about, you know, this completely irrelevant subject or this upper level math skill when look at what I'm doing now? I never wanted to do anything in that field. So it's just it's annoying. Why aren't they teaching us financial shit? Why aren't they teaching us entrepreneurship or something that can actually help you? Help you. Exactly. I've been on my own since I was 19 and and then mom since I was 20. And I look back at, I don't remember like anything I learned from school besides like the basics that you learn in kindergarten, right? Like it's like, mm-hmm. what you learn in kindergarten, that's pretty much all you need to know. And then everything else is kind of just extra. And it's like, why, why do we spend so many years like being forced to learn all of these things? And it's not even really learning about things. It's like memorizing. Can you memorize this and then spit it out yeah. on, the, on oh, a yeah. piece of paper? And you, we're timing you too. And it's like, real life doesn't fucking work that way. Like (laughs) everything that I have done as an adult, it wasn't because of what I learned from the school system. Yeah. Let's talk about homework. I can remember being pretty young 
and having two, three hours worth of homework to do every day. And it's like, I'm eight. Like, what the fuck? And they don't teach you the time management on how to get something like that done. It's just like, here's the work, get it done. And we're going to grade you on it. Yeah. So it's just frustrating. I, I don't know how it is now. You have a son. Do they have a shit ton of homework to do still? Well, my son's in special education. We're actually in the process of transferring him out of the public school system because the town that I currently live in, the school district, they just don't have the skill set and they don't have the resources to help him or to teach him how to thrive, which I think is really, really sad. Like his teacher expects all of his students, and this is a special education classroom, expects all of his students, seventh graders, to sit for 40 minutes without needing any breaks and work through those whole 40 minutes and to be able to keep up with all of the gen ed subjects. And it's like, you know, my child, for example, why aren't we looking at his strengths, where he thrives? Mm -hmm. And why aren't we pushing more of that in his life versus the things that aren't really sticking or he's not really that great at? And how is this connected to real life? Yeah, That's always been huge for me with him, especially. It's like, he needs to learn the life skills in order to be able to go out into the world. And I feel like we should look at every child and student like that of, are you learning the life skills with the interests and the talents that you have? Yeah. I like what you said about, you know, why are we not focusing on his strengths? Mm -hmm. You're exactly right. Like I said, I understand being a well-rounded student and learning the basics of certain shit. But if you find that he's really doing good at this and he likes it, let's expand on that shit. Why? Because this is what he's supposed to be doing in life. Probably, you know, Mm -hmm. we've talked about this a lot. Just finding your purpose is really essentially about finding stuff that lights you up because that's, you know, your, your path to figuring it out what it is that you want. So it's almost like, I don't know. I don't want to be like all conspiracy theory, but at times it's like, why is the education system like this? It's like they want to make us into workers to just fall right back into the system of this autopilot bullshit life that most people live. Yeah. And That's kind of how I feel about it, if you want to get really into it. (laughs) Did you know, I actually heard this from a very known podcast. I don't know if I'm allowed to like say it or not. (laughs) Joe Rogan's podcast. He was talking to somebody who said that John D. Rockefeller actually was the one that came into school systems and like put his people in there and created the curriculum of what we learn in school. Mm. And that's not even a conspiracy theory. Like, that's true. That's facts. Okay. The John D. Rockefeller Foundation is like what we learn in our school system. I could be saying this completely wrong. It might be Rothschilds, but I feel like it was Rockefeller that I read something about them back in the day going to all these medical schools, like med school, people becoming doctors and basically had them study all these pills and stuff and cut off any sort of studying or research on marijuana and the benefits of it. (gasps) Oh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I know somebody did that. I know it was a family that had a lot of money. I feel like it was the Rockefeller. So if I'm saying this wrong, I'm sorry. But Mm -hmm. either way, that shit happened. It's like, ah, the conspiracies when you get down. I have one more story about elites, too. I heard this back when we started in DCI because I was really passionate about the school system. 
when I was like becoming a coach and like kind of bringing awareness to how much the school system actually sucks and we shouldn't be putting it on this fucking pedestal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with that, I saw this video of Elon Musk speaking about how he created a school for his children and then for other children as well. They're That's amazing. Elites children, I would assume. And instead of putting the students in grades, they're grouped grades as in first grade, second grade, third grade, they're grouped by their interests and their strengths. And that's what they focus on with that. That's awesome. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like I was so excited. I was like, this may be the turnaround for schools. Elon Musk is doing this and blah, blah. And one of the students in DCI, she had already worked very deep with the school system and ended up actually homeschooling her own kids. But she said that it's actually been that way for elites. They don't put their kids in public school system. That's what they do. Like they create schools like that to really help strengthen their kids and their children's talents. And then the public school is, uh, you know, for the peasants. So, Oh, yeah. (laughs) The peasants. Wow. I mean, it's not surprising to hear that, you know, money can do a lot of things for people. But fuck, wouldn't it be cool if one of them would make a big donation or something or open up a school like for the public or (laughs) I mean, that'd be really cool. That's where I think a lot of issues in today, honestly, could be I don't want to say solved, but we can make a lot of damn progress if we just invested more, I think, in education. Mm -hmm. I think there's just such a lack of it and it's fucked. We're supposed to be like one of the best countries in the world. And it's like, no, this is actually a lot of bullshit. And when they do cut fundings for schools, the first thing to go is like the creative classes and special education. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I listened back to our interview last night with the husband and we were talking about this of just like, hey, your job can be replaced by a robot. The only thing that there's going to be, I think, or that we're moving towards is those creative roles. And it's like, you're cutting this off. Here's an example. I remember in high school, I really wanted to take a wood shop class. I thought it'd be cool as shit to learn how to make something. I applied for it every single year I was in high school. They never let me in the class. Bullshit. Like if I'm really want to do this, why can I not do it? It's yeah. I get that there's mostly guys in there, but it's like if you see a girl applying, like what the fuck? Yeah. So just stuff like that is frustrating too. Like I was trying to pursue something I was interested in. This happened to me in middle school too. I wanted to take a home economics class and learn how to cook. <laughs> I didn't get accepted in the class. I ended up taking like chorus for seventh and eighth grade, which it was cool, you know, whatever, but just bullshit that a kid's trying to learn more about something and you're just like, mm, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry that happened to you, Ellie. <laughs> Speaking of, school wounds was huge for me. When I was doing research on the effects of the school system and growing up in it, like school wounds is something that is so, so real. We think that we have to listen to authority and we're told like to sit down and shut up Mm -hmm. and don't ask questions, just listen to your higher ups and failure is something that you should be ashamed of and you should feel guilt for when actually I believe just living as, as an adult, like failure is your way to success. So it's just so interesting. The motive, right? What kind of people are they trying to mold by the time we are out of the school system? I will never forget it. This is in second grade. And 
I've never been good at math. And we had to go up on the board and do long division. And it was like two students would go up oh, and, and like race. The worst. They would like they would have us like race to like finish. And whoever finished first obviously won. And I remember I froze because I didn't know what to do. And I felt so embarrassed. I was probably up there for a minute, but it felt like the longest minute of my life. Just so embarrassed, feeling so stupid, feeling so incompetent. And then having to have that, like, have that happen to me in front of the entire class. It was, it was, I think everyone has some type of traumatizing story that happened to them in school. Yeah. And it's like, why call the kid out? I understand they're trying to figure out, hey, do you actually know this? But why do we have to do it in front of the whole damn class? Like, how does that benefit anybody? Why isn't the teacher the one at the board doing the math problem? But I mean, I have those memories, too. You're the teacher. Show us how to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, just another thing, you know, like grading. Give us a quiz that it doesn't count. You're just seeing where we're at. So you can just figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I can remember if you got an A on a paper, it'll be up there. Sweet. If you got an F, it was like in big letters, like (laughs) see me, you know, idiots. (laughs) They're just pointing out, hey, you fucked this one up. (laughs) But you're absolutely right. Like as an adult, it's so important to fail. And this was something I had to get over because I didn't even think about it relating it back to school until us having this conversation. But yeah, it totally makes sense. But I've learned as an adult, it's important to fail. And really, the only failure is just not even trying to begin with. Mm. That's what I've taken away from it. Like, damn, why couldn't they have reframed this a little bit as a kid? Because you're right, we're so afraid to fuck up. And I was so afraid to fuck up for a long time that it held me back from doing what I want to do in life. So it's like, what are you guys really teaching us here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact too, like that never happened with me, but how you wanted to take certain classes and you couldn't even take them. Mm-hmm. Three times a week, we went bowling. Three times a I week. Was allowed to, <laughs> three times a week. I was allowed to take that class twice, but still couldn't get into the art electives that I <laughs> tried to get in. I tried to take an art class in high school too. I remember that. It's like, you guys are going to let me take the same fucking class twice before you let me into another elective that I applied to be in. How does that make? I'm, I was great at bowling. I was going to say, at least she's a good bowler. <laughs> Anybody listening to this who's bowled against me, they know. They're like, oh, shit. You know, it's so funny. And I'm thinking about this now. One of the classes that I took in high school was parenting. And I failed that class. <laughs> Anyone that knows me would laugh to hear that because everyone's always like, oh, you're such a great mother. But it's just so funny just because the teacher didn't like me because I was a smart ass. I would always talk. She sat me next to my best friend. So that was her fucking mistake. And Mm -hmm. I remember I couldn't even take the baby home. And that's the whole reason I wanted to take the class. But I had to have a C average in order to take the baby home. And I didn't. Are you serious? Yeah, because of my attendance. And I don't know. I was just always getting in trouble. I feel like she just had it out for me. But it just goes to show, too, it could be the teacher, right? That like really fucks it up for a kid. Yeah. Because for her to fail me, I could have grown up thinking... I'm a horrible mother. I couldn't even pass parenting class. Yeah. And you're totally right about it being the teacher. I had some awful teachers. And, you know, just like we were saying, of course, I was never good at math, but I had this chemistry teacher in high school. A lot of students hated her. She was pretty strict and blunt and just straight to the point. She was an older lady. 
I was horrible at chemistry. We had to do math and chemistry. I would stay, I was going through kind of like a weird phase in high school at this point, but I would stay in her class at lunch a lot of times during the week and she would just privately tutor me chemistry. And I got really fucking good at it. Like I actually understood what was going on. We would have great conversations. She spent that one-on-one time with me. She could see that I was trying And she ended up being one of my favorite teachers. And it was just so funny because she was definitely one of the ones where people are like, oh, fuck her. Don't take her class. She's a bitch. Her class is hard. And it was hard. But that I mean, I I think about her a lot. I learned the most from her. And I don't think I got an A in the class, but I was failing. No, I got a B at least because the only C I got was in geometry in high school. That's another geometry story. I had a, oh my god. My my geometry teacher was such a dick, but there's like multiple layers to this. So my boyfriend in high school, he was on the soccer team. The geometry teacher was the soccer coach. Okay. Yeah. My boyfriend got in a lot of trouble. Like we were both pretty wild in high school and just we're just little rebels. So the coach already, there was like tension there because my boyfriend kept getting suspended or banned, kicked out of soccer games, like the red flag or whatever. Like he was, he had a temper on him. So he already knew that I was kind of a bad influence because we would sneak out and party. And like, he had heard the stories from other students. So he already had a bad taste in his mouth about me just because of that whole situation. But I was also a little fucker, you know? So (laughs) then I have a twin brother and my brother was in the geometry class with me, which was weird. Like, I think this is the only class ever like in school K through 12th grade that we ever had a class together so that was kind of weird and we were kind of at a point in our lives the age we just like bickered a lot you know we still loved each other but we would just bicker so the teacher sat us next to each other and me and him would get into it often and the teacher would stop the class and be like oh everyone let's look at the crumps they're arguing right now and would just call us out like that but I remember uh yeah, he was such a dick. <laughs> like he he would just he would provoke us, you know, and mm-hmm. like stir up the pot mm-hmm. so that I would get pissed. He would send me to in-school suspension all the time. I remember there would be times I would walk in the class and he'd be like, no, not today. I don't want to deal with you today. And would just send me out of the class. <laughs> and then I, I remember being in school suspension and I don't have my work or anything. And he's telling me like, oh your brother was supposed to give it to you. I'm like, my brother is not the teacher. You are the teacher. Like, it felt like he was setting me up because I was getting zeros for not having this shit turned in. I wasn't allowed to leave in school suspension. He or another student was supposed to deliver my work to the class. It wasn't happening. So it was just a bunch of bullshit. And I threw an apple at his mouth. Um, So I got in a lot of trouble for that. (laughs) So hilarious. It was like irreparable damage from there. <laughs> it's great aim. Were you aiming for the mouth? No, I wasn't. Actually, <laughs> I was just trying to like throw it at him. And you know, when you just are a total just horrible at sports move, I'm like, <laughs> so I, I knew with that one, I, I just got up and left the room because I knew I was going to be in trouble for that one. <laughs> I didn't wait for the reaction on that. But he called me a little bitch is why I threw an apple at him. Oh, my God. And I'm like, dude, I'm 15 years old. I understand I'm a little fucker. But at the time, what he even got mad about. Okay, remember the how they're tall Ugg boots and short Ugg boots? Mm-hmm. I had the tall ones and I was like rolling them down at my desk to make sure that little, 
you know, couple inches of fur was showing. I guess he thought that I was on my phone or something. I genuinely wasn't. I was just adjusting my boots. So he called me a little bitch. I remember that. So I threw an apple at him. You're a teacher. You're in a, You're an adult. a role. <laughs> like you are a grown man. I understand that I was a little shithead, but mm-hmm. to just call a 15 year old a little bitch. And then on top of that, just in front of the whole class too, it was just like, you totally crossed the line there. I just think it's fucked up. There's definitely great teachers out there, but they're also so fucking underpaid. I don't blame them. I don't I don't really blame the ones who don't give a shit. I wouldn't give a shit at my job. You know how hard teachers have to work? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And it's so sad because if the younger generation is the future, why are we underpaying the... This is the most important job. Yeah, exactly. Like, the most important That reminds me, I was kind of a fuckhead by junior year in high school, and I ditched a lot, but I was still passing my classes. Like I still like squeaked by my my junior year, even though I missed a lot of days and a lot of assignments. But my senior year, principal from the next town over from Romeoville High School, actually, I'm sorry, he was the dean. He then became Bolingbroke High School's principal my senior year. And he made this rule that if you have 12 unexcused absences from a class, you automatically get dropped from the class, no matter what your grade is, no matter what your situation is. That was just like the hard rule. So that's actually what caused me to drop out of high school was because of this rule that was put on. But the state actually had to come in and take over Bolingbroke High School because of the dropout rate. It like obviously increased a huge amount. And then SAT scores were horrible averages. So they came in and they're like, what the fuck is going on here? And it's just crazy how one person's decision can really change somebody's life completely. We interrupt this sweet-ass podcast episode for a message from our sponsor. What's up, you fucking perverts? Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Don't fuck it up. If you need a card that says something like, roses are red, violets are blue, sit on my face, or thanks for all the orgasms, head over to as12byla.com where you'll find this shit and more. And as a listener of this podcast, don't forget, you get 15% off with the discount code WAFFLES. Ooh. And now back to the show. I'm sure it's been hard for you being labeled a high school dropout, just even trying to find jobs and stuff. Oh, I would lie. I would tell them I graduated. Would you? <laughs> you know, I, I've thought about this shit, too. So I'm like, what are they going to do? I don't want to call school. Like, no. Yeah. Like, here's my diploma. Actually, I carry it around in this locket necklace. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, the only thing that held me back was was going to college if I want to go to college. Yeah, let's talk about fucking college. (laughs) (laughs) And that was actually what you said earlier about the having to take the classes that aren't relevant to your degree or whatever you're going to school for. That was the whole reason that I had no interest. Mm -hmm. Student loans are a motherfucker. And I'm not trying to like put myself in debt just to one, figure out what I want to do. But two, like take all these fucking classes that I don't give a shit about. Yeah, that's really, you know, a lot of them, you pretty much took that shit in high school already. It's just at a higher level right now. I mean, that part of it was annoying. I'm like, I already did this shit in high school. How many fucking maths do I need to learn? How many? (laughs) I loved English, but it's like, how many English classes do I need to take? Like, Jesus Christ, I know how to write a paragraph. (laughs) What the fuck? 
So I graduated high school early, which wasn't because I was like a genius or anything, just the way things were at my high school. Technically, if you passed all your classes, you could graduate six months early. I didn't take extra classes or do summer school or anything or whatever. I was just over that shit. So (laughs) I graduated early. I went to dental assisting school. I wanted to do dental hygiene. So I was 18 when I started doing that. And it was pretty cool, but I never got a job like working at a dentist office. I did internships and whatever to get my certification. But I wanted to do dental hygiene. And I was looking at Wake Tech. It's a community college in Raleigh. And there was a two-year waiting list just to even apply. And I'm like, well, this is bullshit. And at the time I was 18, like what's two years now looking back, I'm like, you could have done that shit. But (laughs) at the time I was like, no, I'm not waiting two years to be accepted into this program. Like that's bullshit. But I just never really wanted to go to college, but there was a lot of pressure from my family to do so. I was the only grandchild that wasn't down for it, whatever. I told my parents, I remember, I don't want to go. I'm not ready. I don't know what I want to study. This is a waste of time. And I also always felt like I always felt different on college campuses. I don't know why. To this day, I never found like a group or even like a friend from college that I'm like, that's I met people outside of school, of course just from working at bars and stuff, but I never found my group in college, but I went to NC State and I was there for like two weeks (laughs) and I hated it, but I had rented a house by myself living on my own over the summer before I went to college. Then after that, and then going to be like, oh, you got to be in a dorm room and you got to share this bathroom with four people to a bathroom, like two on one side, two on the other. I was like, hell no, fuck this. And I actually, I still keep in touch with my first roommate, even though I only lived with her for two weeks. She's cool as fuck. (laughs) And it was nothing against her. You know, she was really awesome. But I just wasn't down for it. I remember calling my dad every single day. I called him and I was like, I hate this. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just going to drop out. He's like, no, don't do that. Just tough it out. And I remember in those first couple of weeks, having a professor pull me aside. He's like, look, you seem like you really don't want to be here. What's going on? Do you need to drop this class? Let's talk about it. And I kind of just blew him off, like, fuck off, mind your own (laughs) business. But I ended up dropping out. I remember the phone call with my dad. I'm like, well, today was the last day to get back 75% tuition. So I did it. And he's like, fuck. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, like, I tried. Sorry. And then from there, I was just, I tried a couple more times. I think I've been to like, five or six colleges. It's pretty wild. You know, I'm not going to lie. I'm very fortunate. My grandpa paid for most of my college tuition. And I understand that a lot of people don't have that. Sometimes I know that I am privileged to have that. But at the same time, it wasn't something that I wanted to do. I didn't have anything that I was interested in. I did end up having a little bit of student loan debt by the time I finally graduated a lot less than most people have, but I just realized like how fucked it was when I was in it. I mean, I I see people and I know some people that owe some of them like $50,000 in student loan debt. I think that when when we're younger, at least for me, I just had this idea in my head, like, okay, I'm going to get good grades and then I'm going to go to college. And then when I graduate college, people will be lining up to hire me because I have this college degree And I'm going to be making a bunch of money and it's going to be great. Like I did the right thing. I'm not going to have to worry about money. And it's like, how many people go to college, spend $150,000 on a degree 
and then graduate and can't even find a job and move back in with their parents. Like you hear this shit all the time. And then on top of that, now they have this massive debt, which there should be no interest on student loans. That to me is so fucked up. That's what fucks most people over is the interest on it. It's insane. Mm -hmm. I don't know what year this was researched, but the last time I had looked, they said 40% of college graduates don't have a job with their college degree. Mm-hmm. 40%. I, I definitely don't. <laughs> like, like, and I feel like that's yeah. probably, it's probably more now, but. Yeah. I hope that things are maybe shifting and maybe the generation younger than us is not feeling so pressured to go to college and not feeling like that's the only way to succeed. I hope that they've heard the horror stories about student loan debt and just, I don't know, like, I hope that that shifted. I know that if I ever have kids, I'm not going to pressure them to go to college. I'm going to be like, let's figure out what you're interested in and how can we start this as a business for you? I'm going to have some young hustlers. <laughs> Monetize. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, and, that, and, it's, and it just goes to show too that everyone puts school and having a good education on this pedestal because that's how it's always been. And, you know, maybe back in the day, like it was easier. It, college was more mm-hmm. affordable and you were able to get a job with your degree and have a comfortable life. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case anymore. And it goes to show too, like anytime I tell anyone that I dropped out of high school, like their fucking draws drop to the floor. They're like, you sound so educated and I would have never guessed <laughs> how you carry yourself and all of this. And it's like, what makes somebody worthy of a college degree or a high school diploma? What in them makes them worthy? And if I seem like somebody that's has a college degree, like, what does that mean? How are mm-hmm. we really looking at people and what they're capable of with the assumptions that they have that education? People could think that I went to college and have a degree if I never talked about being a college or a high school dropout. But in my eyes, like growing up being a high school dropout, I looked at it as the complete opposite of I couldn't do anything because I didn't have that fucking piece of paper. Mm-hmm. The whole thing just pisses me off. Because I I see people like you and it's like, you're smart as fuck. You've started your own business. Like you're, you you continue to learn and grow as a person. You're one of the people that I know that has their shit together the most. (laughs) Oh, thank you. And just to see how like driven you are to, to do shit for yourself and make shit happen. It's like, yeah, you're fully capable of doing something that you care about. And when it's something that you enjoy doing. So it's just fucked that you had to go through all these years of a school system just telling you you weren't good enough because you didn't feel like showing up for class because you weren't fucking learning anything that you were interested Absolutely. in. Absolutely. Yeah. And just the whole like student loans thing too. I'm so mad because I paid down like $11,000 off my student loans, I think in 2020. And then Biden waved. It went down like 10 grand or something. And I'm like... <laughs> I want my money back. What the fuck? <laughs> Should have just held off just a little bit more, Ellie. <laughs> right? Like I was trying to be a do the right citizen. thing, but it, you know, it's just another example of like I'm 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 trying to do the right thing, and I feel like I'm just still getting like knocked down and fucked over. And when I did the wrong thing and did my own path and was like, "Fuck these corporate jobs," I'm gonna try to do my own shit. That's where you're seeing the success. That's where I see the success. I'm happy doing what I do. I'm making more money than I made at any of these other jobs that I had working for somebody else. So it's almost like they don't want us to find out about this. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. 
it's mostly like guys will joke about this. If a girl is spiritual, if she likes astrology, she must be crazy. She must be insane. And mm -hmm. it's like, well, when you really look at somebody who is quote unquote spiritual, it's just them doing inner work on themselves. That's really all it is. Mm -hmm. It's the difference between religion and spirituality is religion is more of a group following something where spirituality is just an individual person doing their own work. So what is society really trying to push on people? It's like, you're going to get made fun mm -hmm. of and called crazy if you're doing inner work on yourself and label yourself as spiritual. Yeah. I love that you put it that way because I think of that too. That's something that I never was cool with in religion. And what was such an eye opener for me when I became more spiritual is it's like, oh, like religion is having me worship this thing. And spirituality is having me worship myself. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Let's stick with that because I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> I never met this dude. You know what I mean? Like, I love the pointing. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know who the fuck that guy is. <laughs> Oh, I don't know why people get so weirded out by it. That's what's weird to me. Or even I think as society, we've definitely gotten a lot better about this lately, just mental health awareness. But I remember I've been seeing a psychiatrist or, or a therapist or a counselor, various people like that since I was 18. And I'm 29 now. And I remember at 18, you didn't tell people that you saw a therapist or anything. They're like, oh, what's wrong with yeah. you? And I definitely think it's better now. You know, there's memes. My therapist says, da, 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 da. So we're getting there, but it's like we're not there with the spiritual aspect yet. And it's like, wait a second. We're just trying to be better people. And you have to start with yourself first to be a better person to everyone around you. And then that expands and expands and expands. So why are we being weird about this shit? What's wrong with trying to better myself? You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I always say too, because like I said in the beginning of, of this episode, I went to Catholic school. Mm -hmm. They would shove it down your throat of like, are you worthy? Are you good enough? Have you been forgiven for your sins? And as I know, this is kind of changing, shifting gears, but this was school for me when I was younger. Yeah. You know, as a child, I had to go to confession in school. And with that, it's like, okay, tell him three of your sins so you can be forgiven. And as a kid, I'm not really doing anything that really needs forgiving. I would make shit up. Like, right. I stole a cookie yeah. once. Like, you know, like dumb shit like that. Where I make stuff up. And it was such an uncomfortable thing. Like, go as a child, going to someone that you don't know, like an adult man that you don't know. And yeah. telling him like personal stuff. Mm -hmm. There was just always this like heaviness. Are you good enough? Prove that you're worthy. And once I learned about spirituality, it's like, no, bitch, you are fucking worthy. You are good enough. And the world has told you that you're not and programmed you to think that way. So let's fucking cut the brakes and let's work on yourself so you can realize that mm -hmm. too. Yeah, I'm just having flashbacks because I went to a Catholic preschool. So, eh, you know, <laughs> it wasn't too crazy strict there, but I was raised Roman Catholic. Like my mom, we went to church every Sunday. I went to Bible school so I, I remember being young, like six, seven years old and going to, is it called confession? Is it called confession? Communion? With the priest? Communion or confession? Confession no, is no, like no. with the sins and you need to be forgiven. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, I remember doing confession and I just remember being like, this is so fucking weird. Like I'm sitting outside this <laughs> like screen door, like we're not even looking at each other. I'm like, what is going on? And then they're like, you need to be forgiven for original sin. That's why you get baptized. And I'm like, I didn't do shit. Like, 
you know, like, fuck. They just tell you, like, oh, pretty much, like, you're born with this original sin all because this woman ate this apple. You know, it's just so oh, crazy. And then, yeah, that, that goes into, like, patriarchy conversation, for sure, Adam and Eve story. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I think that that's our next episode. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like that's i think that that needs to be talked about too oh i love it i appreciate you doing this with me though this is really fun to just talk shit about the school system because it's so fucked up and i don't know how to fix it but i think this shit just needs to be said and be out in the open of like hey this isn't right Mm -hmm. teach us some life skills Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) And for people that are listening right now, and you also agree, like, yeah, the school system sucks, and you resonate with things that Ellie and I have said in this episode, if you don't, if you haven't checked him out yet, check out Ken Robinson. He is a wonderful man. He unfortunately passed away, but his work, I hope, is still able to carry on, where basically he's trying to change school systems, but by the district. Because that's really the only way that we start really do it right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you are interested in making a difference in like wherever you live, check out Ken Robinson. He has videos. He has ways that you can connect with whoever is a part of your school district, like the superintendents and things like that, to really change how the public system is in that school district. So yeah, just wanted to throw that out there for people. And also too, if if anyone has ideas for like a different school system in general, or just a different school in general, please move forward with that. Because I feel like that's also really upcoming too, is some people are doing unschooling. And I don't really know the difference between Mm -hmm. that and homeschooling, but like, that's the whole thing. And forest school, like people are creating all these different schools too. So yeah, it's definitely, I think, another direction we can go to with change. Yeah, that's awesome. I've been thinking for a while now, like if I ever have kids, I'd want to homeschool them just because how crazy shit is right now. But I think it'd be cool to travel abroad with them and be like, hey, we're learning about Rome this week. Let's fucking go to Rome so we can see this shit. I understand this costs money and all the things, but wouldn't that be so much cooler and so much more valuable as a kid? So I think anything that can be done to improve the education system is just so needed right now. Stop teaching us dumb shit that doesn't matter. Start focusing on stuff that these kids are interested in and are doing good at and that makes them feel good. And that's where we expand and just create better humans so that there's less assholes on the planet is my mission in life. Absolutely. Yeah, because we're all individuals and we get treated like we are all the same. And Mm -hmm. yeah, if we could just continue to push creativity and individuality in everyone, that is really, you know, our best foot forward versus coming out and being like a worker bee. The school system wants. (laughs) Yeah, fuck that. That's another thing. Fuck working 40 hours a week. We'll get to that too. (laughs) We'll get to that. (laughs) Like we got a lot of shit to talk about. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me, Ellie. This was so much fun. Yes. Thank you so much. That's it for another episode of the Fuck the Status Quo podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys like what I'm doing here. If not, then live your life, man. Set yourself free from my voice. I mean, why have you even gotten this far? (laughs) But if you know someone who would enjoy listening to this, please share this episode with them or post it to your story. Or you can go fucking bananas and run around town telling everybody that you run into. And then leave this podcast review because it really helps to get the word out there and help other people find this podcast. So that's it. 
That's my plug. Be a good person by leaving a review. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you guys in the next one.